But it's one thing I love more than getting my pitch over the plate. And that is getting over this plate in Casa Ole. It's like a fiesta in Casa Ole. Casa Ole, fresh today, every day. Get a free child's play, put your sticker stuff from any Astros game. Casa Ole, fresh today. Well, <clears throat> he is Little Witchard. I'm Henry the Ninth. I already hate the name. <laughs> I think it's funny. I went with the bets of my, my, my Twitter name, so I'm already I'm already just having namers remorse. All right, so <laughs> sorry. <laughs> it's episode 182. Uh, this is Lima Time Time. Um, yeah, so like every everything's it. The Astros went three and four last week, four and four if you count Sunday to Sunday. But you would never know that being on Twitter. Um, first of all, <clears throat> we'll get into that in a second. First of all, are you a are you a jam band guy? Uh, surprisingly, somehow, absolutely not. I, I mean, I, I like I, I like the Dead. I, I I but I think that they did their own thing, and all these weird hippies are copying them. Um, but no, anything once it gets past yeah once it gets into fucking cover bands of, of cover bands of cover bands of fish of doing somebody else a fucking string cheese incident i'm get very upset by it okay same i i, I feel the exact same way i recently came across an album <clears throat> that that i thought <clears throat> i thought spoon had wrapped up album of the year back in february oh no uh, when... spoon is is your album of the year no matter what and you, you can't pick anything other than spoon yeah, so so Lucifer on the Sofa is is hands down one of the best albums of the year, and I thought I thought it would be the, the best album of the year until my brother in law sent me uh, a, a band called Goose and their yeah. new album, which is called Dripfield, and Love it, it turned and so I, I I went on YouTube one night and I was like I want to I want to see what they're like live because they sound really good like studio wise, and they, there was one song of theirs that's like it's like a six or seven minute song on the album and i was and they had trey anastasio up and i was like oh uh, they're getting the suit they're getting the jam band superstars out i was like hold on just of course my dog's losing his losing his mind right now uh, hey, guitar. god bless it um and so like it was like the song that's it, it was like 38 minutes on youtube and i'm like oh yeah I'm that's not, yeah i'm not i'm not listening to that no but the the album the album itself it's an hour you know it, it is absolutely phenomenal. So this episode of Leave It Time Time is brought to you by Goose's Drip Field. I highly encourage if you like if you like if, if you like white dude music, which it is it is very definitely they're like six six white dudes from Connecticut. Like they're the the, the they are uh, it, it's legit. It's 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 a great album. They're not well, they're not British and they're not somber. So I know it's a very this is an out of left field pick, but uh, I'll, I'll take it. Yeah, yeah. So. Jam bands are, oh man, they're very polarizing. Uh, I, just thinking about them upsets me, and it's crazy because I would, I sit here and will play guitar solos by myself for thirty straight minutes. So on paper, it seems like I should love what they're doing, but there's, I don't, I don't know what it is. The I would, kind of I would music, give the, or maybe it's the people that like it. it the music they find, I just hate the people that like it. I, I don't know. And uh, I, I know like Harris Whittles fucking was a rest in peace. God rest his. Oh, he's in hell, but. Um, <laughs> Is the man, but he was obsessed with fish and always wanted to just like, which is like, no, you gotta give him a chance. Dale Cheeseman, look, comedian Dale Cheeseman, also, 
loves fish. And I just, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't it. get it. I, I don't get it. But I did, I, I, I we were going to record yesterday. And then I realized I made an absolutely egregious error uh, getting ready for school this week. And, and so I, I threw on like goose at Bonnaroo on YouTube and it was, it was like two hours. Goose at Bonnaroo is, is that's, that could be a band name in itself. Yeah, it was, it was really good. So, so give the album, give the album a shot. Like I've, I think I've listened to it. I'm driving my wife crazy. I'm going to definitely drive, driving my daughter crazy. Like, she was like you, no, you've listened to this song enough. I'm changing it. And I don't know. I don't know. I just assume that's what it is. That's pretty close. Uh, a fantastic album. Uh, shout out to Goose. Shout out to the album Dripfield. I'm good. Uh, are you getting, are you getting paid for these these spots? I feel like you're getting paid and you're just pretending like they're just they're not. But you're actually working for these bands and the Pernice Brothers, and you actually have a whole syndicate of bands that you're actually managing. And this is all a big. You're using this podcast to uh, to get your Brit your your old British '90s and 2000 artist back on top. That would, I wish that was true. I absolutely wish that was, that was the case. Uh, and at, at which point I would, I would cut you a check. There's no, there's no put, check. I'm going to put some, I'm going to get a, a, a little goose audio. I'm going to put it on the episode, a little snippet of it. Love and it. Uh, I'm going to put it in. You can't, we can't talk about it this much and not, I, I would do this, this, the share screen thing, but I'm so terrified. It did work when we did it at one time, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to play with it. <laughs> does does right, so dispatch, does dispatch count as a jam band? I like Dispatch. Like, like uh, I don't. I was thinking about them, but how much? Like, I love them, and how much they actually suck, and the songs are terrible. I was laughing just saying. I was like, oh, so I was like, oh my god, these songs are terrible. And I love. <laughs> I love. I, I, I was obsessed with them. Obviously, I'm a freshman in college or whatever they were. I mean, I was like, but God, and I think I'm thinking of their songs. I'm like, these suck. There's one album, and I can't. <clears throat> if I saw the album cover, I would know. I would know what it was. There's one dispatch album that that start to finish like I really like it, but but it's one of those that I'm like I'm gonna just I'm gonna I'm just gonna stop here, like I'm not gonna go explore more because I think I know where this is headed. And so I think they are. I think they count as a jam band because they they tour with uh, OAR, and I feel like that's right. That's getting right along. That's if it's not, it's a gateway drug into them. Yeah. No. Yeah. I think that that's a very that's a very good way of of thinking about it. So I do that, that one dispatch album. If I get, hey, I'll. No, they do, they don't suck. They do. If they have some really, they have they have some good songs. But I was just thinking about because I would listen to the Napster downloaded live, <laughs> exclusively live stuff. Except for I mean, I had their albums, but it was yeah, it was. I can't yeah, I can't think of anything right now. But they had some good songs. Yeah. Uh, now I'm just I've really got to find this album. Yeah, I got, the, I got, I got to sing a few. I got to sing a few melodies. Well, I got to do it too. I knew the alias, and then there was like the Gina Payne from the Brandy Norton, something like that. Is it location they do, thirteen? They would do. I would do harmonies, and they were none of the harmonies were good. They like were no, like a, not good <laughs> harmonies. It's a America location twelve. I really that's from two thousand seventeen. I really like that album. Oh no! I don't have a bunch of albums. Two Coin, Bang Bang, Bang Bang was good. And then I have a bunch of good songs. I retract all of my negative. The general, <laughs> some, they I've, never mind. I'm back. Dispatch rules, and I don't know what was. <laughs> Fly, flying, <laughs> yeah, flying horse is what I was singing. from the flying horses. Still not thinking of what's the one song that everybody. Oh yeah, bats in the belfry. Great song. All right, never mind. Was it out loud? What's their 
Alias, I guess, was their big one, right? That everybody knows. I don't know. Everybody that knows them knows, I guess. I don't know. All right, whatever. All right. Uh, I just sent you a text. So the um, the Astros went four and four. Yeah, uh, which is all, all we need. They they went they went four and four again uh, on a well if you count the last game of the Oakland sweep and then a seven game road trip to the White Sox and to Atlanta. Uh, the two of the White Sox losses were late inning kind of bullpen meltdowns. Uh, two game lo- two games lost by a total of three runs, uh, and then they put twenty one. They 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 won a one run game and then put twenty one on the White Sox, and yeah. then got walked off on Saturday and won a one run game. Like these were close games, but it's yeah, it's, it's also half. okay. So so let's just stop there. Four and four uh, when you're talking about one with Oakland, four with the White Sox, and three uh, at Atlanta. That's all you like, need to do. That's all you're supposed to do right now. That's all they need to do. That is, I mean, we could, we could close the book on it right now without discussing it, but we have a baseball podcast, so we have to discuss it. But yeah, that's we have all a, you need. We have a with jam this, band podcast. With this, with this lead, uh, yeah, that's all they need to do. And those are two very good baseball teams. White Sox are playing better. And it was just bad yeah. luck. They, I mean, I, I mean, it's not even, that, I, that was exciting. I'll, I'll say the White Sox and Braves series were both playoff level. Those were good baseball games. And I, I didn't enjoy the way they, they, they turned out, but they were good games and they were fun. And uh, it was, yeah, it was, there was some tension and it was, you know, three, two games. And it was, that felt like the postseason. I liked it. Both it it's been a, it's been a very long time since there has been tension. In- or anything on the line. Yeah. It felt like something, I felt like stuff was on the line for whatever reason. I guess teams are starting to gear up, but yeah, it felt different. It was nice. It, it was, yeah, no, it was, it was very enjoyable to, to follow along and, and keep up with <clears throat> if anything because it like it, it yeah you're right it, it kind of felt like it sort of mattered a little bit and it's it's been a hot minute since since that's happened but how do you how do you feel about sort of the the general vibe towards the team coming from oh, the coming from the oh, fan base oh, oh that's it that, that that is a loaded one i couldn't be more disgusted <laughs> with the fan base <laughs> I mean, it is. Oh, my God. I don't even I, I'm mad, like just thinking about what I'm supposed to think about. I was, <laughs> yeah, I, was, I was thinking about that. The episode we did where we just lit up Seattle and they're idiots. And uh, we have our own. We, we need to we need to turn the we need to look at the the they them in the mirror. And uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, it, yeah, we're just we're reactionary we're also stupid with some of the takes where we're still at the standard to still have an opinion and don't actually know anything that's going on there's that there's just fire dusty these like crazy swings of benching players and uh, lineup complaints and just i mean just moping bitchy little like just a bunch of whiny little pussies and it's not good it's not good because we were not always we were always a pretty cool fan base as far as I'm concerned. I know the I know the whole scandal turned some a bunch of incels into even uh, to school shooters. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't know that that we were a cool that we've ever been a cool fan base Com- compared to others. Yes, I would say at least temperamentally, I would say yes. I would I would venture to say that those of us that that stuck around 
and and we're we're just tweeting through it in in 2011, 2012, 2013, oh, true. and we just kind of you know we there that there, there became this bond of of just everyone watching just something that was terrible, but we all were really paying attention to the Corpus box score. Yeah. Or that was that was fun, kind of. But I think that's that's where a lot of people sort of that's where a lot of Astros Twitter kind of got its that, that that's where that's where you established yourself. Now that it's it's going to the world the ALCS every year, it's it's bringing out it's it's bringing out some people that that are acting like they've never been here before. So that's where the because chasm they, is. Yeah, you're right. No, you're right. Yeah, yeah, you're nailing it. Yeah, no, go ahead. Sorry. No, so I mean, it's it's just there's there's a lot more, and I think you had a lot of people that wanted to come out after the 2019 World Series when the athletic article dropped, and they they wanted to, uh, you know, establish that they're that, and I and I understand where they're coming from. The, the I'm not you know, and I'm not referring to anyone specifically, but the, I'm not going to apologize. I did not do anything. I supported my team, but it, it <clears throat> it's become that being combative has has is is your badge of honor, and and it's yeah, it's, a, it's annoying. And like I get an, I get annoyed. I get annoyed seeing Dubon hitting lead off. Like he doesn't need to be hitting lead off lead off. But I also have the the capability of the complexity of thought to think that, well, you don't want to shuffle everybody out of where they normally hit. So yeah, you're willing to like, take the bath on Dubon hitting first and and you might, you know, he might, he might get a couple hits. You never know. That might be the one <clears> example <throat> that I'm like, yeah, that's one that I'm like, well, I, I, don't, I don't care. That's for annoying too much. to me. But I, can we all just agree that the lineup is interchangeable one through nine for the most part, other than catcher position and let's back it. Anybody can hit anywhere. It doesn't affect anything. There's no, they they are fine. It doesn't. It's it's not that important. <clears throat> I, I I believe it's not that important. Yeah, you're protecting this guy, this and that, but you really could put them in, in any slot, and it would be as productive of a lineup as it is. Yeah. I mean, so it, let me let me let me ask you this, and then we'll get back to lighten people up. Uh, if I'm, I'm looking at it right now, because <clears throat> the Astros do not play today, the August batting average leaders. On on the Astros, there's three yeah. of them that are really close together. Who who would you who would you think are are the top three in batting average in August? It's got it's gonna be it's gonna be Bregman. It's gonna be um, and this is minimum thirty plate appearances. It's a led, in August. The Ledmus Diaz and uh, I don't, yeah, I don't know Vasquez. Okay, so. So the you're you're right on the first one. Alex Bregman is hitting 357, 439. Mal, Maldonado had it. Maldonado has a pretty good average in August, doesn't he? Uh, he had a better, a somebody, much better it, July. It was, it was somebody bad. I, I just remember it just being like, "Ooh, this is not good." Because none of that. Kyle Tucker has he been on? Yeah, he, he's an August guy. He's got to be Tucker. Tucker. Yeah. Tucker is second, 354, 400, 600. And then Chad, nice. I'd go Chad, Chaz McCormick. <clears throat> Chaz McCormick has not had a bad month. 280, 357, I'm on. 460. Speaking of Chaz, he's a man. Here in the spot, he rules. I'm glad he's persevered. I I like Chess. He's I think he's I I've, I've just now come around on him. He's he's done enough where I'm like, all right, he's the man. He okay. So the funny the, the crazy thing is that the Chaz McCormick was about to get shipped off to Wyland Island, and yeah. then that's I I think I think that's when Brantley they were like, oh crap, Brantley is hurt. Like he hadn't even made it to like 
I remember tweeting like he hadn't even made it to LaGuardia yet, and he got he got recalled. And since then, like he's held it down. Like he's yeah. he's he's done a he's done a really good job. So everyone that was slandering Chaz McCormick, you owe that man an apology. So, yeah, he's, but he's, he's but he's not third. He's not third. So you uh, got you got you got one and two. Well, I've named three. About everybody. I mean, I've named everybody. I don't know Altuve. I have no idea. Whatever. Altuve is hitting three hundred in August, but Christian Vasquez is hitting three forty four. I said Vasquez. That was my other guess. No, oh, I didn't hear you say that. Okay. So okay, so good. yeah, you got all three. Yeah, uh, Vasquez has been. He, he gets hit. He's crushing it every time he hit. He's a good, really good hitter. Good really, hitter. No, no extra base hits in August. 11 hits, all singles. Oh, well. Yeah. That's, that's a couple, that's, like two three hit games, or at least one three hit game. Yeah. He just shows up and just starts raking. But whatever. All right. So, who are the three worst hitters in August on uh, the Alvarez, Astros? Alvarez, for sure. Um, Alvarez is surprisingly Alvarez. not, it, it, it's not great, but it, he's not the worst. Oh God, he was well. That was his, that was his worst of the season was lately. Yeah. Um. Man, I. I mean, I guess. Try. I'm just trying to think all the way through. I mean, Altuve. I. I, I, I Altuve's not probably. I guess Altuve. No, he's hitting. He's hitting 300 in August. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm trying to think. I'm. I think. Well, I mean, Guriel is going to be there. Uriel is hitting 268, 303, okay. 324. God, that's not bad. Um, not terrible. Four doubles. In 19 I mean, Jake Meyer, Jake Myers, he doesn't really count. I don't even count him as an – I don't count on him anymore. Jake Myers is is the third worst hitter on the Astros in the month yeah, of August. Bad. 216, 256, 270. Yeah. And, yeah, and, goddamn, <clears throat> he's got a Carlos Gomez helmet that he can't keep on. I think he's still hurt. I I, th- I think he hasn't fully recovered from that torn labor. Yeah, he did. He has. Yeah, he did. He absolutely. He's made. He's flashed the glove in the field a little bit, but he doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't look right. Or he doesn't look like he did in last the postseason year, yeah. coming up, like stepping to the plate like a big boy. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Sucks because it's, it's right there for the taking. But but I'm a Chaz. I'm a Chaz. I'm a Chaz stand now. I'm a I like Chaz, Chazzle Dazzle. There's no reason. <laughs> I like that. There's no reason to to play Myers over McCormick right now. No, there's, there's no. There, I, I like the consistency in the lineup. I, I like that. Yeah, I, I like it. Um, <clears throat> second worst, second worst hitter on the Astros in the month of August is Jeremy Pena. Oh, I forgot about Pena. Yeah, I, that's who I was forgetting. I couldn't, I couldn't remember. Yeah, he's been, he's been worth noting. Bad. He's a rookie. Uh, I'm not hard. It's fine. It takes a while to find it. He came out like a was flashing the pan but uh yeah he has not been good in the field really or um or or hitting but uh, he's still the man obviously but yeah having great 205 224 301 he's leading the team in strikeouts in the month of august with 21 Jesus. in in 75 plate appearances <laughs> it's, it's not yeah, that's it's not that's just big league scouting getting a book on them and uh yep. it's have it's just standard yeah you get you you start out hot they respect you and now you got the eyes on you and now you're getting the you're getting the scouting report and you're getting a game plan against you so that's 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 tough he's swinging yeah, he's swinging at a lot of pitches that are not in his typical wheelhouse <laughs> that he typically swings at so he's pressing a little bit he's fine but he's yeah he the, does need to get together uh, that being said he does need to get together <laughs> the the morgan Ensberg cannot lay off the the slider away uh, they're they're killing him. They're killing him. It's so frustrating to watch that. That pitch, <clears throat> I I have PTSD of that pitch for the rest of my life. And the worst hitter on the Astros, uh, not so much in terms of OPS, but just batting average. And and coming in just under Jeremy Pena, 
Trey Mancini, 204-231-469. Yeah, he after starting so hot, he, he cooled off a little bit. Yeah, he's looked – he's fine. I, I mean, I'm not worried about him. But uh, how many plate appearances? Uh, let's see. That's, he's drawn really, two – so 50, 51 plate appearances. Okay, that's 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 of note. Yeah, he, he went through a stretch where he was just – he, like, didn't even touch the ball. He was striking out. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I think that's just – a player in the middle of august going through going through it you know well and you, you we have we have noted we we are on the record uh and noting the the brutality of of the astros schedule and yeah. since the all-star break and they started they started back from the all-star game early with a double header against headed, the freaking yeah. yankees that yeah. since the all-star break like they they this is tonight is the second day off that they've had and yeah. that's since that's since July 18th. Like that's that's working, you know. You're you're playing. You're let's see. They have the worst one. Whatever the whatever the hardest or the least off days. So they're gonna. That's makes me feel good going to the home stretch. That they're gonna get some days off and they're gonna get to rest and it's it's gonna work out perfectly. That they're gonna pay dividends for this. But they they have been that it's in terms of that scheduling and it's been the hardest. It was like fucking. 31 games in 32 days. It's something, I mean, absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, they, no, they, they have played 32 games since the All-Star break. Well, I made that number up. I was actually close. That's crazy. All right. Detroit and Kansas City have played 31. Cleveland's played 30. I don't know why. And then Minnesota's played 25. Like, how do you have most of the AL Central playing 31 games in, in a month and then Minnesota's only played 25? Yeah, I've, well, I've, I always saw somebody was like, yeah, they, they had – they got a Thursday off, then they got a Monday off, and then they got another Thursday off or something. It was something ridiculous. It's like, we, how are these teams getting this? And we're like, no, you're going to play for three weeks straight, and you can um, – oh, no, you gotta, <laughs> you got to travel to Seattle from Miami or something just – the most – you can rest on the flight, uh, the, the Trans-Pacific flight or whatever, the continental. <laughs> it's, closer, it's closer to fly around Asia than it is to just fly across North America. It is. So, yeah. So, yeah, I don't, that's going to that's going to come through. And also, I'd say for, to put a little bookend on Mancini to wrap that in a little bow. He didn't know when he's playing. He's been kind of thrown around. He's in a new thing. I, I, I don't I can't really fault him. He doesn't know where he's hitting or where he just kind of shows up. And sometimes, yeah, yeah he pinch hitting home runs and a hero to start. But, yeah, he doesn't know. He does not be. That's hard. It's tough to to be productive and not be consistently or know what you're doing. That's that's, it, that's exactly that is exactly right. Like they 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 they've because <clears throat> Dusty doesn't treat, know clearly. <laughs> what what was what felt sort of like your this was your signature trade deadline move, and then to treat him like a guy you just called up from Sugarland, like that's been the the biggest head scratcher to me. Yeah. And I'm I'm well, really curious how what what Click thinks about that. I uh, yeah I don't I mean yeah there's some uh, some of our favorite our favorite twitter fan the fan base is very furious about that uh I, I i definitely understand it but uh yeah i don't i also like dusty's an old school guy he's a these are his guys he didn't necessarily trade for trey mancini not that i mean mancini's a very good baseball player should be playing there's no debate but uh, honestly but if we're talking at first base yuli is so good at first base and the scoops i would argue that that is worth playing he and he's been been here there is loyalty and the team that's been here and, and the guys he knows i mean there is some of that 
it's not like I don't think he's icing him out. I think he just needs to figure out. I mean, well, Michael Brantley helped that out. But uh, no. yeah, I, I I don't know either. It was weird to, to have Trey Mancini, a beloved hero of Baltimore, right? Just right, right below Edgar Allan Poe. It's Trey Mancini. <laughs> and, uh, oh, and, and, and then Stringer Bell right under that. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, so he just beloved, leaves all of his friends that are, that are having a good season that he was part of. I felt bad for him almost. But he's been like stoked to be on a good team. And like, he's the man. I don't think anybody would say otherwise, but uh, no. just like he seems like the coolest dude ever. But yeah, that kind of sucks. You get traded here, and they're just he's just sitting there like, what the fuck, what the fuck? And yeah, you get you get one of our Frenchmen, Dubon, just some weird yeah weird, <laughs> weird Frenchman. And it takes it's it's it, it, I know he's not French, but I'm gonna always say that. Uh, yeah, you get it takes uh, Aledmus Diaz going down and Brantley going down to like force the hand on that. Um. Yeah, I don't know. In fact, he's been DH. Is he that bad in the outfield to where he, he's? I would rather have Jordan DHing and put Trey out there. Let's. I, I, I feel like that's been flipped more than I would personally do it. If you're going to have the DH, get your big guy who clearly something happened. He was dehydrated or he fainted or he had a panic attack or something. But get him yeah. out of there, please. I don't. I don't. And Dusty was like, he hadn't played outfield that much. Well, like. It's it's left field at Minute Maid Park. Like you, you what let the Carlos fuck are we Lee, talking about? Yes, yes you let Carlos, exactly. like not you, meaning Dusty, but but we had Carlos Lee out there. Like it's yeah, had, I think Carlos Trey Lee had, had, had Lance Berkman in the center field. We had, I mean, come on, you could put their baseball. He's a pro baseball player that has played outfield. I'd rather put him out there than just saying let's let's. Go. I don't. Yeah, well, it's crazy to me, but I, I don't know. So I thought that's one thing I made note of. I was like, that's flipped. I'm seeing Jordan out there a little bit too much. If I want his bat, let's put Trey out there and at least get him comfortable when you can. I, I, yeah. yeah, Dusty, I don't hate him like other people do because um, people are just – everything that he does, it's just under a microscope, and he's – it's it's, un, it's unfounded. But, um, yeah, so he does do some things that legitimately puzzles me every once in a while. I'm like, what are you doing? Where I really yeah. don't know. And, I mean – I keep going back to like the dude, the dude has won more, more oh, baseball games yeah. than, than I've watched in my entire life. And, and so I'm, I'm not going to, I'm I'm not going to say like, I know more than dusty does, but yeah, like some, some sort of X, like, and I don't know that dusty owes anybody. You see him get really pissed off when like Chandler Rome asks. Him the yeah. That's, we and get, I think that's a, Chandler, Rome, it's, we need, we need, we need to talk about Chandler Rome that in a second, but yeah, yeah, no, I know he did. He did get, he gave some answers that I wasn't too, wasn't too thrilled with. That was, uh, was it regarding the Mancini thing and Guriel? Was it like the was that what is that when he got snippy? Yeah, he's like well, he won the he's a Gold Glove winner. They're like yeah. well, that's facts. That's facts. And he's that's yeah. Hmm. I mean, uh, but yeah, he he must not like Chandler. So <laughs> I <clears throat> I love Chandler. I think he's great, and everybody hates I, people. It's so unfair. But they, I don't know. I don't know what people think that the a, a beat writer is supposed to like beat pro the team they're not cite evan drellick um you don't you don't you don't even have to like the team to cover a team so that's not it's he doesn't have to be like a fucking a jeff blum or a guy that's just like yeah. I, I feel like he is a fan and he's like he's just but he's just not he, I, I think chandler rome is very misunderstood and i, I think he's great i think and now that he's I, now he's and now he's lashing back out at the fans he told told some girl to grow up and i made me so it made me laugh and i and i tweeted under i go yeah y'all need to grow up i was just like i was like you need to leave him alone grow up y'all it was so funny I, he's the man 
I, I, like, I, 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 people get so mad at him. And what does he, he does? What does he do? I, I legitimately do not know what he does. That's other than not fucking blindingly fucking root for the Astros like a like a psychopath. I think that's what it is. Like I think that that after a, a few years of just of, of Buster Olney and 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 he's whoever not, else, Buster, just like not even the same ballpark but, as those guys. It's not no no not even not even close. But but I think that I think that that Chandler Rome is is kind of a smart ass and and that's and that's why and that's I like him. what I like I love it. No, <laughs> personality and a beat writer is is it makes me happy because usually those guys are suck and they're just like he's hitting two oh seven for the month of August and it's just like a not fun and he's like he's yeah. his personality while still reporting the news. I I like it. I, I think it's great, but I also understand why Astros fans don't like him. Was, we need to have him on. We need to, he, we need oh, to. yeah, we do. We do, especially that we are the we've defended him multiple times on this show. Um, was he the was he the. Uh, the Keuchel was was Chandler Rome here for that? Was that him that uh, about the reporting the thing and the who did? Who is that? No, I think I don't think Chandler Rome has been here that long. Yeah, that was like 26. That was right before he got that was right before. Was, what, yeah, he said some like the comments in the locker room, and he, and he tweeted it. It was Chandler, wasn't it? And everybody got mad at him. Am I miss? Am I, what am I? What am I thinking of? Uh, now I've got to look. You know what I'm talking about, though. I mean, that was like that was. It had to Where, be twenty. Keiko, like, I don't have to go sign autographs. It's uh, two dubs today, or something like that. Yes, that's exactly what it was. And he and he was in the lot. Yeah, he, he and he tweeted it. Um, and he said he heard him say he's going to report it. And there was like the players were pissed at him. And then the fans, of course, subsequently followed suit because they're dumb idiots. That's what it was. <sighs> I'm pretty sure it's him. He still is the man. But that's that's a that's pretty ball. That's ballsy. The team that you cover, and you got a face and you're and you, something you heard in the, in the in the clubhouse. That's that's I, I mean, yeah. Hey, <laughs> I'm, I'm OK. Now, now I'm. How long has that was 2016 or was it 2017? Surely there's like a Chandler Rome has he joined the Chronicle in 2018. Okay, then it was... so hang on, we're we're, who, we're doing who, detective. Who was work. that? Keiko left the Astros after. Oh, he was there in 2018. Keiko was there in 2018. Then that's it was him. Then it was 2018. It was, so right, it was right. It was right. He was right when he was about done. It's possible that, that, that it's still it's Chandler for sure. It's him. Um, yeah, that's when it was. It was 2018 because it was the. Um, yeah, that's when we got drummed in the the Red Sox crushed us in the LCS because they were cheating under legendary cheat Alex Cora. Ugh. Yeah, I, I think, I'm pretty sure it's him. There's, I mean, who else would it be? It had to be. If he's covering the team, he was him. It was whoever was the beat writer. It, it had to be. But yeah, so that so people might hate him from that. But I don't see. I, I just don't. I, I, I'm not reading anything that doesn't just barely come across the the short times that I'm scrolling. So I. But during the, I don't see. It, yeah, he will. He will go out of his way during a no hitter to say it because people get so pissed off, and I understand it. Well, I, you're gonna do that troll. It's funny. People are retarded about that. Sorry for saying that word. Um. I mean, they were legitimately upset and like mad that somebody would that utter the words like like it's a like that that's a real real thing that breaks the curse. It's hilarious. 
I think everything he, that we need to definitely does that. <clears throat> he goes out of his way to make sure he does it anytime there's a no hit, no hitter going on, which is funny. That's a bit. That's good. And I like it. I like it. Everything that we need to know about Chandler Rome and how he's going to approach his job is is in his bio at the bottom of every, hey, every LA, Houston Chronicle. LSU guy. Yeah. And it says uh, Chandler Rome joined the Houston Chronicle in 2018 to cover the Astros after spending one year in Tuscaloosa covering Alabama. Oh, Tuscaloosa, football. that's right. Oh. During which Nick Saban asked if he attended college. He did at LSU, where he covered the Tiger, yeah, Tigers right. baseball team for nearly four years. He covered most of the Astros 2015 playoff run too as an intern for MLB.com. Nice. Like it's it's so fun. That's damn. He's only he's only fucking playing for winners, dude. Chandler Rome's better than all of you fucking peasants. <laughs> LSU baseball, absolute god tier. Alabama football, god tier. Astros baseball in this iteration, god tier. That's all the best possible clubs or teams you could be doing covering that rules. Okay, I'm, I'm, get, I'm starting. I'm starting to, to I'm shout out. Shout out to a Twitter chat group that I'm in that uh, we're, we're, we're getting to the bottom of, of who, who reported the Keigel thing. I don't think it was him. It's him. I'm telling you right now. It, ha- it's, it, was, it is him. And I remember it only because I was, that was when I was doing my radio show as well. And I remember, I think Fogel had, um, was in the clubhouse covering when it happened or something. Did we talk? I, I, I'm pretty sure I'm, I'm not going to guarantee it because I, but there's nobody else that could have been. It's unless it was, unless it was a, unless it was a radio guy and it wasn't Fogel, he wouldn't have done that. Um, no, it was, uh, it was, it was, uh, it was Hunter Atkins. Oh, it was Hunter Atkins. I forgot about Hunter Atkins. That's exactly who it was. Oh, you're right. Chandler. Sorry for besmirching your, your good holy name. <laughs> yeah. It was fucking Hunter Atkins. Hunter Atkins like would chirp back. Yeah, it was absolutely. It was Hunter Atkins. Oh, my and bad. Hunter Atkins. Hunter Atkins. Uh, a little my over bad. a year ago, a grand jury declined to indict him on uh, being accused of being inappropriate with a minor. So, attempted yeah. uh, cleared of sexual assault. Attempted sexual assault of a child. So the <laughs> Hunter Atkins is not Ch- uh, Chandler Rome. No, no, my yeah, my bad. But Hunter Atkins. Uh, yeah, it's like a pedophile or red dirt country or Texas country artist. <laughs> It's Hunter Atkins playing at Green Hall or it's Hunter Atkins at Green Elementary School. And we don't want. OK, get off, I'm going to get off the pedophilia immediately. Allegedly. Alleged, obviously. So, yeah, this is a good. OK, my bad. Episode. Yeah, I knew there was something. OK. Um, All right. So not Chandler Rome. Sorry, Chandler Rome. Still come. You should you should still come on and, and talk about insane. I do. We got. Yeah, we, absolutely. I don't know if he has time, but yeah, that that's somebody I want to get on because I want to hear. I want to I want to I want to also I want to get him ramped up about the fan base and I'm, cause I'm going to talk, I'm going to get him and just see if he'll join me. And like, I'm just going to be playing. We'll, we'll play like bad cop, bad cop. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just be like, don't you? I'll be like, yeah, I hate Astros Twitter. Aren't they the fucking whiniest bitches ever? Aren't they terrible? And they just, and he just, yeah, I just want to get him to like lash out or just make fun of him. Cause I, he, he does everything he writes, no matter if it's literally just the fact that it's 75 and sunny and whatever ballpark he's at, he gets, just people just saying shit which is it's that's funny too but i don't know i yeah so i don't understand if you're listening to this and you do understand what he does that upsets you please please let me know because i i would love to know what he if if, what he does that really rubs people the wrong way because i don't i don't see it i I know i've seen people think that they they think he's like a some sort of like turncoat and that he's just begrudgingly reporting the astros and covering them which is just not the case yeah, no, he, no he's, yeah. I, I, I think it's the it's the smarminess, uh, and I, I think it's I think it's the Bama Banks. 
And and I think uh, it's yeah, that, the, those, yeah. the Bama Bangs definitely make upset people uh, just off the rip because then that immediately affects people in Texas are going to uh, automatically think Dallas. If you yeah. see the Bama Bangs, you're like, oh, no, that's a Highland Park. That's a Highland Park swoop. Um, and it's gonna, <laughs> yeah, make people, it's going to make people upset. But yeah, and also, <laughs> yeah, also all the the Julia's, the the Todd's, the uh, the Robert Ford's, the Jeff Blum's, everybody in the Astros media and the faces These of sparks. the uh, franchise are absolute angels and just delights. And so for him to cover the team, and he's not a direct representative of the Astros, so he doesn't, he doesn't have to be, but he's like, he's not sunshine and rainbows. He's just like, if you say something to him, he's going to tell you to grow up or whatever. <laughs> just like, like, shut up. Like, he is a person. So I like that he doesn't just robotically report. Like, yeah, if you're going to lash out at him, he say something back. But everybody else would is just clean, just an absolute delight. Like, I don't know, I don't know if you're ever on TikTok at all, but Julia's TikTok is amazing it's just like on the field behind the scenes of the guys goofing and just wholesome high five it's just absolute delight to uh to follow and she's 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 great but yeah everybody else is just we are the astros we're happy um they don't if somebody says something absolutely are slurred and just dumb to them they either ignore it or they will never they, they don't go they don't go into the darkness like some of us do immediately so Shout out to them yeah. for representing the, the franchise in a, an absolute great way. So I, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. What else? What, what, what else we got? Uh, I, I mean, I don't know. I, yeah. People were, I, I was, I'm surprised that we were actually, I didn't even, I didn't bother to look that we were actually ended up being 500. So that anything that I was going to, I had a whole spiel planned where that even if they were as bad as it's pretended to be on Twitter, it, it, you couldn't be upset while simultaneously seeing what's happening in New York. And it's so bad. The, the Yankees, the implosion is so bad that I, I've almost thought about sending some T's and P's their way. <laughs> uh, do you? So let's see. Unbel uh, unbelievable implosion that I don't understand. And I, I, it's so bad that I, I legitimately I feel bad for them because they were I, I don't because I don't know. I can't. It's like the yips. So we can't be mad at some fucking 500 baseball with two probably postseason teams and uh, it's crazy yeah i don't know so it's I crazy just, yeah, i want to bring that up for sure the rays and the blue jays are now eight games back of of new york did they build up enough of a lead to uh, yeah. to, to to ride that out or or do you think they're in trouble because they've got let's see one twenty they got 40 games left yeah i mean well i mean at, at the at the pace that they're at and i mean and granted they, they had somewhat like it was like a grand slam walk-off they've had some just to keep it hanging on the line they've had some wins that have uh, that have kept them in it. the couple against us um yeah then the yeah, the grand slam against the razor about to get swept they're, they're they're playing this bad yes they will get caught and they might they're in danger of not even making the postseason if they continue at this rate but yeah you gotta <laughs> play you gotta deal with a bunch of crazy drunk canadians getting hyped up in a big series you gotta play them the rays are already i mean those are good baseball teams so i don't know this is one of those things where they they all of their mystique and their swagger is gone nobody they're and they're it, it's not the only good player is aaron judge and he's obviously he's a legal tree and then none of this should count still and i, I, I goes without saying but well, he's having well, an yeah, incredible yeah, well documented career. yeah i mean i don't they're just they seem to get all these almost good players and it just they get hurt and it seems to just everybody's always hurt there's always some guy coming back that's not quite good yet 
and then Aaron Judge hits. Everybody else, I mean, I don't – there's nothing. I mean, they don't – literally nothing. Garrett Cole's so the biggest we- bitch on earth. <clears throat> um, what, what, a, what a bullet dodge there. I mean, I got to thank our lucky stars and – yeah, I got to love, got to love that because that, I, I don't know, yeah, I don't know what his deal is. The whole team, it's, it's incredible to watch. I, I, I and I, I don't have one explanation for it other than it's, it's just, it's karmic debt that they've, that they've compiled over the years, and it's just time for Aaron Boone or Aaron Boone. I don't know, did something or they got monkey, monkey poxes running rampant through the clubhouse. I don't know. <laughs> Polio. Um. So the, the Yankees are currently at uh, as of re- as of this recording, which means before the game that they're playing right now against the Mets, ninety point nine percent to win their division. Yeah. Uh, two months ago, ninety four point three to win their division. That's a big drop. I mean, that's eight games is two series with the Blue Jays. So, I mean, it's yeah, that's uh, yeah. It says with that big of a lead with that many games. I know what the math what the math says, but then again. I think I'm uh what's that what's the the thing called it's like the math dyslexia what's it called it's nope, called absolutely no idea it's it's called like dyscalculia or something where you like mix numbers up and you can't do math and you can't add anything and you're just number arsler I think it's dis, dyscalculia or something I don't know oh, that makes I, don't, sense. I can't I, I don't do math but yeah it would seem that they should still win and they had such a big lead but that whole division is good the entire division top to bottom is good the worst team is the Red Sox by far. The worst far, team the is the Red team. Sox. Yeah, they're the only they're the only team in the AL East that have a negative run differential. <laughs> yeah, so. That's crazy. They, they, the Red Sox they did this after they won the World Series too. They they're fucking that's a that's a weird ass team. They, that's they, a weird they, team, they, but that's almost as weird as Baltimore just popping off too early. I know you get well, but you, Baltimore's run them. by dudes that came up with Luno. Like they they know. know how to. They got the they got the NASA German, the Nazi guy, or whatever. <laughs> they know how to do the they know how to do the rebuild well yeah, yeah they got adley they got some young players I, I that's why i felt bad for mancini is like dude you should that have been so much fun to see that come to fruition and that and then they're still in it they haven't fallen off which i'm like all right that's gonna taper off they're it's exciting i'm excited for them i like i've always liked baltimore they just have they're one of those teams where i'm like hey i'm i'm rooting for you guys like i i don't yeah good luck and so they're putting together that rules but yeah so they got there's no it used to be the Yankees. Oh, they get Baltimore, the terrible, they get to just compile wins and now they can't stack wins because they got a team that's playing for something that's good. So I, Hey, yeah. I, I, honestly, my, my, my real take, my honest opinion is fuck them. <laughs> that's fine. We'll play. We'll play somebody else in the, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't care. Whatever. Fine. Well, yeah. Whatever. It's just crazy. It's just crazy. I mean, just the, we keep seeing them every night, losing, 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 and just seeing that how many, games they've lost out of how many i it's it's incredible what the astros are doing on the other side i we should not we should not complain nope we shouldn't complain nope. and it and anything that goes wrong and with you know maton or anything that we want to get upset about i would rather things happen where you have to lose and figure out how teams are beating you to put it together to actually to win a championship I, it's much better to, to have something happen we're like fuck then that just kind of skate un, unscathed into the postseason and have something happen where we don't even know because you have, you have, you have to get every, every great, every great tale of victory or championship. There's a, there's a, there's a part of the story where it's down in the depths. It's not things that take a turn before they get better. So you got got sometimes you just get got. 
Yeah, some, or sometimes you get God, but also, yeah, yeah, you can't. You can't have the sunshine without the rain, baby. You can't have, <laughs> you, can't, you can't reach the pinnacle without first going to the depths. And you can't, you can't have paradise without a, some sort of serpent tricking your dumb bitch lady. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry for calling, saying, <coughs> Sorry for saying the B word. All right. What? I don't really have anything else other than this is where I'll probably put in some sort of goose track where somebody's in probably, they're probably in G major. And that's just like, did he, did he, did he, I don't know. What is it? What kind of, is it that kind of? No. Jam bands, no. Can, they can get psychedelic. I see they, they can go. They can be weird and hippie-ish, which I don't like the hippie shit. I don't think it. I don't think it is. And I, like, I'm, I'm totally averse. I, 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 I don't like the Grateful Dead. What? I'm not a, oh, I, I'm, I not, cannot, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start. I, I can, I can. They, their, their catalog is so extensive that I can, I can get you on board. That you just have to. I can, I can get you on board. It takes. I'm, to, I'm willing to get on. I'm willing to be guided here. So I'll, I'll let you try to make me a Grateful Dead fan. They're incredible. Yeah, they're, they're incredible. They don't, they, they don't even count. Jerry Garcia is one of the most. He's one of the greatest guitar players ever. And now you get. Now they have John Mayer's Jerry, Jerry Garcia. Like the Dead and Company is incredible, and they're still crushing it. So they rule. But so, yeah, they don't. I don't like fish. That's something. I don't know. I was gonna. I'm gonna I, I like. I like two fish. I like. I, I can tell you what they are. I, I like two fish songs. I'd rather, hear uh, big, I'd, I'd rather hear a real big fish is what I'd rather hear. I'd, I'd, I like maybe 10% of all Dave Matthews band songs. Like I'm not a jam band guy. Is that, does uh, he, see? so we count. So Dave is a jam band. So if you have one. At this point guy, now, yes. Play a saxophone, then that's, um, yeah, I guess he would. I guess there would be an 18 minute ants marching. Yeah. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't even, I didn't really ever think about that. That's a good, that's a good point. Yeah. I just always but, think fish. I think of. Um, God, what's the uh, widespread panic? Would you put them as a jam band? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's there's one more that I'm missing. I don't know. All of those. Guster is that a jam I love band? Guster. I, like, all, there's a whole. There's a yeah. I don't know. I've seen I've seen Guster probably that that's probably the the band that I've seen the third most times. I've I've they, seen Guster maybe six times. They, yeah, they I have too. They. They would t- they tour with John Mayer early on, um, and I saw them with yeah they were kind of opening up for a bunch of like bigger acts for a while. Yeah, they're they're I'll put them in there. They're the gateway drug. They're in the OAR dispatch. Um, yeah, right on the right on the uh, right on the heels of it. I'm go- before I, before we log off here. I'm I'm just gonna play a snippet into the microphone of, of Goose. Uh, what's the name of the song? Do the uh, do do hunger sight. Dripfield. The album art is sick, so we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and say that. Hunger Sight, sick name. All right. I don't know if this is gonna work, but I don't I don't know that it is. It's not gonna work. Come on, dude. Goose. I love the name. I wonder if it's after the top the guy that died in Top Gun. Maybe. Because otherwise it should be geese, which I would anyway. All right. <laughs> Hunger Sight. That's a I like that. All right. Ooh, they played a concert at Shenanigans Nightclub. Oh, this is what you must have listened to. This is this is Goose with Trey Anastasio from Radio City Music Hall. Yeah. All right, buddy. This isn't gonna be loud enough. <clears throat> it's all right. Is that is that loud enough? No, oh, I already like this. Damn it. <laughs> Oh, damn it. 
Fuck, that's good. <laughs> Fuck. They have like seven drummers. Yeah. Oh, this rules. Fuck. All right, I'm I'm very I'm very upset by this. Yeah, no, it's fine. No, I'm excited because now I get I get something like yeah, that's that's good. All right, uh, let's get out of here. Um, yeah, I'll send you some Grateful Dead stuff to sway you. I, I like our I like our intro with our music talk because oh, we've got some Astro stuff. Uh, other yeah. Than that, yeah, stop being stop fucking nitpicking at Twitter, and, and just enjoy something, please. Just sit back, like. Uh, the, uh, this is the best possible time in the history of Astros baseball. We, sh- I, all of you said at one point, I'd give anything for one World Series, and that be going through this, you would have probably given your soul up, or you would have let the Blue Genie from Aladdin trick you or something. But yep. yeah, just we enjoy that we are at an absolute pinnacle of of, of Astros baseball. So stop being a yep. bunch of whiny pussies. All right, goodbye. All right. <laughs>